0: Thank you for joining the Wellness Web. My name is Valerie, your host. We have some exciting things in store for you. We are here to expand our knowledge of wellness. It's not just about kale or your pant size. It is about your whole being and what that entails. And there's a lot to us, so let's dive in. Hello, hello, and good morning. I am so excited to talk to you guys today about the topic that we're going to go over because I am super inspired by it. So our definition of wellness, right, is the state of being in good health, especially as an actively pursued goal. There are so many action verbs in this definition, right? It is not a thought about goal. It is not a um, mold over goal. It is not a well-intentioned goal. It is not a try to do it goal. It is an actively pursued goal. So. When we think about all the things that encompass wellness, right? We're not thinking about eating better. We're not meaning to walk harder. We're not thinking about how we can talk better to ourselves. We're actively pursuing wellness. So this is exciting for me, and I'm really pumped to share this because I feel like there's kind of a disconnect with Certain things. And I know I've said this before, and if you followed me any amount of time, you've heard this from me before. But the way we do anything is how we do everything. When I first started my entrepreneurial journey, this was really hard for me to hear because I thought I did things well. Like I was getting by and I was doing really well by my standards. And um, there were days that were really, really rough. And I was having a panic attack in the bathroom um, or, you know, I was laying on the, the floor in the closet trying to hide from the light because I was having a migraine. Um, but for the most part, I was doing really well. Right. Um, I hated my body. I worked out because I hated my body. Um, I didn't work out because I hated my body so much when I worked out. And so I was just like, meh, what's the point? I just need to love myself where I'm at. Right. Um, all these things. The way you do anything is how you do everything. I think that this is such an important thing to talk about because for me, especially, I'm going to speak from experience on this one. I have this habit of trying things. I have this habit of going through the motions and giving it my best shot. And I know we talked about this last week a little bit. We touched on this, like in the seasons when you say, oh, well, I did my best. I gave it my all. Um, You know, we start making excuses. Well, I couldn't go running today because it was, you know, negative 30 and there's ice and snow on the ground. Um, Oh, I didn't, I didn't work out this morning because I just, I woke up and I was just so tired. I do this to myself a lot. But if we're being honest with ourselves, when we say things like that, we're kind of just giving ourselves permission that it's okay to do it half-assed, right? And I heard an analogy on another podcast, um, Level Up by Debbie Neal. You should look it up. It's amazing. She is such a powerhouse. But she used this analogy... And you all know how I love my analogies. And it was so powerful. Like it spoke to me in my mom heart. It spoke to me on my just entrepreneurial heart. It spoke to me on my just live in life heart, my friendship heart. I heard this in a totally different way. And it really is so important, you guys. And I, I overlook this all the time. So there is a, before I get into the analogy, there's a Navy SEAL that's written a book and I'm so sorry, I'm blanking his name, but one of the lessons in this book, my husband and I have talked about this multiple times, um, is make your bed every morning. Make your bed, now Navy SEALs make their bed so you can bounce a quarter off of it, okay? Um, I do not make my bed like that, but for the sake of the analogy and for the sake of the, um, the, the episode that we're doing right now, (laughs) if you make your bed really well every morning, yes, it takes a few minutes. Like it might take five minutes to really tuck the sheets in, get everything flat, make it look good. Have all your pillows where you want them. It might take five minutes, right? Tops. The sheets are already on. That's the hardest part is to get those freaking fitted sheets over those big beds and get the corners right, okay? So the hard part's over. But if we make our bed every morning, when you go into that room at night or throughout the day, whatever it might be, you're looking at something that has perfectly ready for you. You have prepared yourself for the night coming up because you've already done something to make it so much smoother to get into. So making your bed every morning may not necessarily be because your mom told you to, but if you make your bed every morning and you look at it and you're proud of what you're seeing, <laughs> not only does it make your whole room look better, make you look a little less like a hot mess, maybe, right? If you at least look at the made bed and not the piles of clothes on the other side by the window. But if you can do that and you do it well and to your satisfaction, you're going to do other things well to completion and to your satisfaction. Right? So this can carry on into other things of your, of your day. This is why my husband and I talk about this all the time because he thinks that's the silliest way. Like, he's like, making my bed does not determine how my day goes. And I'm like, okay, that might be. However, I have noticed... That when I'm making the bed and I think to myself, the way I do anything is how I do everything. And my son walks in. If I'm doing a half-assed job being getting that bed made. There's a really good chance that I'm doing half-assed when I'm present with him. So this is, I'm not saying that to cause any mom guilt. Mamas, I know we're really good at doing that ourselves. We don't need to hear that shit from anyone else. I get it. But this is something that I've noticed since making my bed. It's not about making the bed. As much as I love climbing into a made bed every night, and as much as I love how it sets me up for the day and it makes my room look like I got some of my ducks in a row, it's not about making the bed. It's about the ripple effect that doing something because it needs to be done and doing it right and not half-assing it, it's the ripple effect that that has on the rest of your day and all of your interactions. Okay. So the analogy that Debbie Neal uses is going to Disneyland, okay? Um, I'm in Wyoming, so it's a really long drive, so we would probably fly if we were to go to Disneyland right now. But if you tell your kids, we're going to Disneyland, get your stuff, get packed up, let's go, we're heading that way. And you are in the car and you're headed to the airport or you're headed that way or whatever, you hit traffic you're going to be late to the airport. It's going to, you're going to have all of these hiccups. It looks like, I mean, there's a million people leaving on this flight because small airport, it might be the only one pandemic. You never know what's happening. So you are running into roadblocks as soon as you guys leave the house. The kids are fighting about who's, you know, holding Mickey and who gets to do this and which Disney princess we get to see first. And And you get out to the main highway and there's construction and there's traffic and you're slowed down and now you're late and um, somebody spills water all over themselves or juice or something, you know, like there's always something happening to get you to stop you. So you're headed to the airport, you're in construction, you're already late, you probably won't make it on time. What do you do? Do you stop? Do you just pull off to the side of the road and just stop and be like, hey guys, Sorry, I know I know I said we were going to go to Disneyland. I know I told you to get ready to go. But there's a lot of things stacked against us right now. So we're just going to not, not. We're just going to not go. We're just going to not move forward. We're just going to sit here and think about it. Or do you turn back around and head home? Go back to your comfort zone. Go back to where you know that you can be. And there's no time frame to get on a plane. You can just be home. And however long it takes you to get through that traffic and that construction. We do this in our own lives with goals, right? Um, As an entrepreneur, you're going to sit there and look at all of the things that you have in front of you. There's a vision on your heart of going to Disneyland. That's where you're headed. So if you are telling your family, if you're telling your friends, if you're telling your team that that's where you're headed... Don't turn around and go back to your comfort zone the minute you have a hard moment. Also, don't just sit on the side of the road. First of all, that's super dangerous. I do not recommend it. Also, (laughs) you're not getting anywhere. You're just not getting anywhere. And if we're looking at our wellness as an actively pursued goal, where do you stand? And now this could be on any aspect of wellness. Like I said, this is an intricate web. We're not just our pant size. We're not just how much kale we eat. We're not just um, if we have good self-talk or not. We're not, you know, it's not just if you have anxiety or you don't have anxiety. There's so many things that encompass wellness, overall amazing wellness. So look at the, the part of you that you want to be more well. It could be your anxiety. It could be your depression. It could be the self-talk that you have. It could be you following through on what you say you're going to follow through on. It could be you going to the gym, you getting up early. It could be so many different things. I don't care what it is. But if you set out to do that goal, most people, not you because you're listening to this, but most people The minute they step outside to go for a run and it's chilly or is kind of raining, they won't go. A lot more people will look outside and see that it's chilly and it's raining and they won't even put their sneakers on. They will have talked themselves out of it and justified it that they are okay with where they're at at that moment. They have just half-assed their resolution to be well in that area. And they are telling themselves that it's okay to be mediocre. It's okay for them to just not do it. The ripple effect of that throughout the day is you putting off other things that are important to you. Because why do today what we can put off till tomorrow? Right? When I was in college, that was one of my favorite sayings. I said it so much. Um, Unless we were going out to a party or something. And I was like, why not drink today? What, you know, why put off for today what we can drink today or whatever? I don't even remember what I said. I was such an idiot back then. Um, but if you are doing little things like that, it's going to have a ripple effect. No matter what you're doing, if you're making your bed every morning, it's going to have a positive ripple effect on other aspects of your life. If you are, um, not making your bed every morning, it's going to have ripple effects as well that might negatively impact your life. Okay. Um I was talking to a girlfriend the other day and I had made my bed that morning. I had gotten my um uh some of my work done. I I had gotten all the laundry folded and ready to be put away and I had done all these things and I just felt great. And the thing that I was putting off was exercise. I don't like cardio. I have never liked cardio and I am working on trying to enjoy the process. If I'm out for a hike, I am happy. If I'm in a pool, I am happy. But if I'm on a treadmill or an exercise bike, unless it's in a spin class where I'm trying to like, you know, keep up with everybody else. I won't. I just, I dread it. It is the worst thing for me. Right? So this particular morning I had done all of this stuff. I was so productive and I was doing it in my workout clothes because that's what I was putting off. And the phrase the way you do anything is how you do everything popped into my head. And you guys, the thing that happened to me was immediately I was like, ah, shit, I need to work out. I got to do this. I'm putting it off. And immediately I started having the voices in my head start to compete with each other. Like the one was saying, yeah, but you've had such a productive day. You're so much more productive when you're not wasting time um, on the treadmill. Then the other voice is like, Yeah, but you've been so productive today. Knock this off your list too, right? And there's this like inner war dialogue happening in my brain. So I didn't do cardio that day, but I did do some strength training and I did work up a slight sweat. That is a positive step in the direction of my health, but it does not necessarily mean going all in and going for it. Does that make sense? I kind of half-assed that workout. Not kind of, I totally did. I completely half-assed that. So if I'm telling my family, hey, mama's going to work out every morning, this is what time, you can join me, you cannot, whatever. If they wake up early, they're either going to work out with me or they're going to sit and wait for me to be done because that is what I told everyone that I am doing, right? And it does make me feel so much better. Gosh, how many, all of us, right? Raise your hand. It makes us feel better when we do it. So why does it take so long for us to do it? I don't know. Like this is just that process of getting into it. So for me, exercising is one of those things that it's on my goals of wellness. And it's something that I struggle with doing. But if I'm not, if I'm trying to not half-ass things, it's something that I need to do. And I need to do it first thing in the morning because otherwise I justify myself left and right to get out of sitting on that stationary bike. I will not do it. I will, I mean, I'll take the kids for a walk and I'll sweat for that. You know, pushing a stroller up a hill is pretty hard work sometimes. But seriously, this makes a huge difference. And it's insane when you start to try to apply yourself in this way that you sit there and you're like, okay, I really need to do this. Now, part of my reason for sharing the analogy from Debbie Neal is that if you have a goal in mind. And it could be any goal, but let's pick one for homework this week, right? <laughs> Cause y'all know I love to give out homework. So let's, um, let's pick one goal. Okay. For me, it's going to be working out because that is something that I put off all the time. There's other aspects to my wellness that I am trying to work on, but let's pick one. Let's do some baby steps here, right? We've got plenty of time. So one goal for me is I'm going to work out every morning I'm going to work out every morning before my little girl goes to take a nap. How's that sound? Because then at least I have some time for myself to figure it out. Because with kids, you never know what's happening. But before my girl goes to sleep, because when she goes to down to take her nap, that's when I work. And I have to do that too, right? So we have, some, have to have some give and take here. But every morning I'm going to work out for the next week. And while we're doing this, we're trying to go for that goal We need to start making our beds every morning, okay? Now, if you're like my husband, you just rolled your eyes really hard. (laughs) (laughs) This is not mama just preaching at you. This is so that you have the ripple effect of success you have the ripple effect of doing what you said you were going to do. You have the ripple effect of completing a project to the best of your abilities at that moment. You completed something, you finished something, you check something off, you are creating a ripple effect of success, okay? So if we can start by making our beds every morning, if we can start by hanging up those few clothes that are hanging on the stationary bike, if we can start by getting the dishes washed the night before so that we can put them all away in the morning and start out with a clean counter. Whatever you need to do for those ripple effects to make your space, your mental health, your body, whatever, better and well, more well, you're on the right track, okay? So let me know. Message me. Find me on Instagram. Do um, put it in the comments. Let me know what your goal for this week is. What is the one thing Now, like I said, there's a lot of things that I am working on, but um, we're going to focus on one thing because really the one thing is what we need to succeed at so that we can check it off our list and say, okay, if I can do that, I can do this. Let's start by making our bed. Let's check it off the list so that it starts that snowball effect of success throughout our day. And it can be little things, you guys right? We're not going to go run a marathon. I definitely am not at the end of the week. I'll be honest. That's not happening. But if I can do a whole week of staying in this, check it off the list, I can do another week. For me, I usually peter out on my New Year's resolutions about the second week. And anytime I restart, right? I try not to do my New Year's resolutions on New Year's, because I go with the, I'm an atmosphere junkie. I go with the flow. And I'm jazzed up for the first three days, and then I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. It's it's busy. We got to get back to school. We got to do this. We got to, you know, start doing other things." Um, and then by week two, I've either done really well, and I feel like, "Okay, hey, I, you know what? I did it. I started out really good. I'll just, I'll just continue. If I skip today, it'll be fine." then I realized that it's been four months. I've skipped four months, not just one day. It's been four months and now I feel really sluggish and fat and now I have to get into a bikini and that's just, that's just stress inducing by itself, right? So one goal, let's do one thing. We'll check back in in a week and we'll see where we're at. And maybe we can do a compound effect where we add something else. Maybe it was a struggle that week and we just try to keep doing it because we're not going to We're not going to run a marathon in seven days. We're not going to get from couch potato to marathon runner in seven days. We are going to have to take baby steps. Everything is a journey and there's going to be roadblocks. Just like driving or flying to Disneyland, there's going to be things that maybe you weren't planning on, but they're not there to stop you. They're not there to detour you back to your house. They're there. For you to just work around. Maybe you sing another Disney song with the kids while you're waiting for the construction to stop. You know, maybe you pass out granola bars early instead of at the airport. I don't know. But you're going to have to go through those things so that you can get to your goal on the other side. They're not there to make you stop or turn around. So don't give up. Don't half-ass it. Keep going forward and try to do everything to the best of your ability. Anything that you put your hands on this might be overwhelming at first. That's why we're going to start with one goal. And for me, it's working out before my little girl goes down for a nap. That gives me a lot of time, you guys. (laughs) If I can't do this, there's a lot of other things that I'm putting off too that are really important that I need to do. So thank you so much. And let me know, please. I would love to hear what you guys are working on, what your one wellness goal is. Okay. That wraps up this episode. As always, thank you so much for listening. And if you got anything out of this episode, please share it with someone who might need to hear its message. We rise by lifting others. So if we are able to help someone else and add some positivity to their life, then it comes back to us too. So please share this episode. If you feel that you have anyone on your heart to share it with, and please give me a five-star review. I love hearing how this episode and other episodes in the podcast have helped add a little bit of positivity to your life. Until next time.